And welcome to Interesting to See for July 8th, 2021, your show, your daily sports show about news, narratives, takes, and gambling. I am Nick Andrews. That was courtesy of NBC Sports, courtesy, I hope they don't sue me. The Tampa Bay Lightning have won the Stanley Cup. They beat the Montreal Canadiens in a best-of-seven series, 4-1. to one. They win the game 1-0. The Smythe Trophy, which goes to the playoff MVP, was won by goaltender Andre Vasilevsky, probably the best goaltender on planet Earth. Congrats to the Lightning. I want to start with thinking about how good Tampa is at sports since the pandemic. They've won two Stanley Cups, took second in baseball, and won the Super Bowl. No big deal. They also, I think the Rays are doing just fine. They're going to have a shot at going back to the playoffs, and everybody considers the Bucks significantly better than everybody else in professional American football. Huge day in sports. It's crazy. So enjoyable to have so much going on in July. So let's go. We got to start with what happened. Well, I guess we'll pre- we're going to do some gambling stuff. Uh, we, we also need to talk about um, what's going on right now in the Euro. The Euro is, that's the story from what happened yesterday. So yesterday was a semifinal. It was England. It was Denmark. Denmark scores first. They also scored second on themselves with an own goal. Uh, I didn't see the own goal. I wasn't watching at the time, but I tuned into the second half of the game. England wins the game in extra time. And for those of you who don't know soccer, extra time, they play 30 extra minutes. And if they're still tied after 30 extra minutes, they go to penalty kicks. At about 102 or 103, one of the best players in the world, Raheem Sterling, was fouled in the box, which would be a penalty kick. Everybody who's watching it says that's not a penalty. And it looks very clearly like he could have recaptured his balance and then he just fell. Another word for it is dive. FIFA have instituted review. Review failed here. Everybody agrees it wasn't a penalty. Then Harry Kane gets the penalty kick. He is saved by our boy Casper Schmeichel, who you heard on the episode yesterday, just completely crapping all over England and saying, has it ever been home? He saves it, which never happens in football at the highest level. Harry Kane gets his rebound, though, because after in a penalty kick, uh, if if the ball is in play, you have a shot to keep going. On the rebound, Harry Kane scores. Now, a bunch of different stuff was happening. First of all, it wasn't a penalty, according to literally everyone, including English fans and English commenters. Number two, VAR failed, the video review. That failed. Number three, at the time of the penalty, right before the play happened, there were two balls on the field. Look, I, 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 have, I have the thing. Like, look. Wait, here, there's the web. I have the picture. Look. Come on, Internet. So look at that. See the red circle right there? I don't know why you're being this way. Make the window bigger. So there's the ball. So there's the red circle. And there's the, there's the actual play right there. What are we doing? At that point, there are two balls in the field. It needed to be whistled. And then it gets even better. And you, just when you thought it couldn't get better, it could totally get better. Not only were there two balls in the field, but during the penalty, someone in the crowd was pointing a laser 
at the goalkeeper, Casper Schmeichel. And then he saved it anyway. It was crazy. And I could say this is the most American international soccer or football has ever been because we can spend an entire week discussing how video <laughs> review failed us in a big moment. Unbelievable. This is it's one of the greatest things about sports or boy, uh, pardon my take, Barstool Big Cat. Man, what we want to do is be mad at the refs. That is so unbelievably true. So now in the final, England's hopes are going to be absolutely crushed by Italy. I don't think so. I think that England are one of the best clubs in the world. I thought that they were the best overall club in the world uh, in the World Cup in Russia, whenever that was, 2018. They just couldn't get over the cool story of Croatia. Um, I, I mean, they're great. Harry Kane, he seems like a bumbling idiot when he's out there, but he just, the goal of the game is to put the ball in the net more than the other team, and he does that better than anybody on planet Earth. There, I said it. Okay, let's look at uh, game five of the Stanley Cup Finals and the overall Stanley Cup. We'll review the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Stanley Cup uh, at a later date and get into hockey in July. The Lightning, they won game five in this series, one nothing. They won game seven in the previous series against the Islanders, one nothing. They can outscore you. They can shut you down. They have probably the best defenseman in the world. They have probably the best offense in the world. They're coached by a guy who's been coaching them for a long time. They also kind of cheated with getting around the salary cap by like having some guys conveniently get injured as the season ended so that they could come back during the playoffs, ergo getting around the salary cap because there's no salary cap in the playoffs, but the guys are already on their roster, which has happened before. It just appears as if they did it on purpose this time. However, I would never suggest that they actively cheated and perhaps on my sister podcast with my brother Chris, a game theory, we will look at that. Uh, yeah, they're unreal. They are unreal. This includes the Stanley Cup in 2004. They've now won in back-to-back years. And this also includes a couple of years ago getting swept in the first round despite being the greatest regular season team maybe of all time. The funniest part of last night, though, the game was exciting. It was one of those exciting, boring hockey games. It was a classic hockey fan hockey game. I can understand if the uh, general public wasn't that into it, especially after a huge day of sports. Um, but the funniest thing came, Sportsnet Canada. Okay, so the Canadians are down 3-0 in the series. Like, they win game seven. They fight back. They win a game in Canada in front of their crowd. It's all exciting. So, like, they're trying to set the mood. So here's Sportsnet. Who did they call to talk about coming from behind? Was it Jonathan Taves, the Blackhawks? He did it? I think he did it, right? The, nobody from the Flyers team, Chris Pronger, didn't want to call Recky or any of those guys. They didn't want to call Dustin Johnson or Jonathan Quick, who did it for the Kings on, en route to a Stanley Cup. They didn't want to call any of those guys. The guys that they call was LeBron James. No, this is, this is they really aired this. I have it up here. Listen. And the Cavaliers win three straight. The mindset is one moment at a time. You can't think about. There's the Victor Hedman. Oh, LeBron James. Oh, he's promoting Space Jam, of course. Every moment. Every second. There's Suzuki, I think. That? I don't know who 27 is. Just live in the moment. Just live in the moment, and there he is with a dunk. Yep, Canadians. And this is in Sportsnet Canada. This is not on NBC. There's, he's, he's dunking. He's blocking Steph. Yeah, that was a great series. A great comeback. It was definitely a great comeback. First of all, you're not down 3-1. You're down 3-0. I'm sure David Ortiz or one of the guys in Boston would have loved to talk to you about what it's like to come down from 3-0. Unbelievable. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Not that I don't like it. I like that LeBron, uh, he's, he's a low-key hockey fan. I think LeBron's just, he, I, he's more of a nerd than we ever thought he was. He gets compared to Michael a lot, but he's a nerd. I think he probably watches a couple hockey games. I remember he was really into the Blackhawks when they were really good, back when he played for the Heat. Unbelievable that Sportsnet would call LeBron James about what it's like to come back from down 3-0 or down 3-1. You weren't down 3-1, you are down 3-0, which is a completely different thing. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, we're going to get a review of the NBA and NHL seasons and what they did for COVID. What the NHL did was really interesting, how they had four divisions and they only played each other. 
I think we're going to have to go back to playing everybody in the league. But there are aspects of that and playing series and whatnot that were really cool. And uh, I really liked it. And I think everybody else really liked it. So we'll, we'll review the NHL season and the Tampa Bay season coming up. All right, now we're going to need to get into something a little bit more serious and a little bit more annoying. Um, the 2020 Olympics are scheduled to be held in 2021. Japan had, was going to allow a maximum of 10,000 fans to attend. However, just yesterday, as you can see right there, the Japanese government declared a state of emergency because COVID is spiking just a little bit, which, you know, like if there's just a little bit of a spike in a country that isn't enormously vaccinated, that spike is probably going to continue to grow. The Olympics start in two weeks. So this is going to be, I mean, COVID is going to rear its ugly head again and just emphasize how important it is to get vaccinated. All right, let's look into the NBA Finals. Game two is tonight. Game one, of course, won by the Suns and CP3 Chris Paul. I believe Giannis is, again, a quote-unquote game-time decision, but there's no way he's not going to play. Remember what we said from the first time. The game does not tip at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It doesn't. That would be 6 p.m. local time in Arizona. That's when ESPN is going to force you to watch the show. The game will tip about an hour later at 10 p.m., I promise. And if it doesn't, you can yell at me. We need to expose this. Nobody wants to watch ESPN people sit on a set and talk about anything, literally any sport ever. The game does not start at 9 p.m., I absolutely promise. All right, let's talk about the NBA Finals and get into some gambling. The Suns are favored in the series. That went up after the Game 1 win. Remember, the Suns have not lost in the playoffs since if they've ever been winning by 10 points or more. That continued in Game 1. They're favored by minus 5.5. That means they're favored by 6. They're minus 220 to win outright. The total is 219.5. So the over-under 219.5. That's a pretty juicy line right there. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm staying away from the spread here. If I had money, I would bet on the Bucks Plus 180 is a nice little payday. And uh, the over... The over seems like it's destined not to work for me. I, the Bucks are pretty good at, throughout the playoffs, Bucks and six, they're pretty good at reining in teams in a couple of games. If you're going to bet this series, you just kind of got to guess what game that's going to be. And you can't shoot hot forever. The Suns have been relying on Chris Paul, which I don't know how strategically sound that is. At some point, if Chris Paul gets a little sore or he gets a little cold, it's not going to work. So we got to figure out when you're going to bet the under. I like the under tonight in game two on the road in Phoenix. There is a prop I like. It's Devin Booker, uh, over 30 points, over six assists and over five rebounds. Um, excuse me, over six rebounds and over five assists. That's like plus 550, five to one odds. If there is a game when the offense isn't working for Phoenix, somebody's going to have to shoot and the person who can get open the most on their own on the Suns is Devin Booker. He is going to drop 30, I think, in a couple games uh, in this series. So over 30 points, six assists, six rebounds. It's just those would just be hustle plays for Devin Booker. I love that bet. So I would take, I'm staying away from the spread. I'm taking the Suns, or excuse me, I'm taking the Bucks plus 180. I'm taking the under, and I am taking Devin Booker. 31 points, seven assists, and six rebounds. Okay, last thing we got to get to today is uh, Shohei Otani, the greatest athlete in the world right now. Un, un, unbelievable what he's doing in Major League Baseball. Shohei Otani, of course, the Japanese-born Babe Ruth. Okay, I've got to pull up. Uh, hopefully, I got to pull up on Twitter real quick. He had his thirty-second home run yesterday. And if you've ever watched Shohei Otani home run highlights, they're not cheap. If every single outfield wall was extended, it feels like they would still be gone, no matter what park he's playing in. It is unbelievable. Yesterday, he passed Hideki Matsui with his thirty-second home run for most home runs all time by a Japanese-born player. We're not at the All-Star break. The All-Star break is coming up later this week. He's got 32 home runs at the All-Star break, which puts him like 15th 
all-time behind. These are the following numbers. So he's got 32, so it's unlikely in the next couple games, whoever they're playing, that he's going to get nine That's uh, or seven. That's Barry Bonds has 39. Chris Davis, 37. Mark McGuire had 37. Luis Gonzalez had 35. Ken Griffey Jr. had 35. A bunch of guys have 34, 33, and 32. But if you look at Barry Bonds and Mark McGuire, it is not impossible that Shohei Otani flirts with 70 or 75 home runs to have the most home runs in a season. And oh yeah, he's one of the best, I don't know, 20 starting pitchers in professional baseball right now. It is absolutely unreal what Shohei Otani is doing. He literally is the little leaguer that we all wanted to be, the guy we needed on our team, team to win the championship. There would never be another Babe Ruth. Well, that just isn't true. Shohei Otani in a year where we have to address uh, hate for Asian Americans and, and uh, people of Asian descent in the United States is absolutely the show right now in professional sports. A highly, te- I, I mean, I can't wait. I'm going to start watching him, and I don't love watching baseball games that are not in my favorite team. He is just something else. Unbelievable. All right, that's it for today. Remember to subscribe, find us on YouTube, rate, review, follow me. If you'd like, if not, whatever, I will be back same time, same place tomorrow.